This is a Skeptic Frog production. Air, water, earth, fire. With the cards dealt, the pieces set, and the wheels beginning to turn, the White Lotus now more than ever has to face their own reflection as both worlds watch in anticipation for what will come of the Avatar's return. Previously on Dicebenders. Where is Mr. Asher? I put the light from behind and there's a Mulu with the X. We are looking at the history before the schools. What? What? It's a tower? You can see very far out from where you could have at the ground level. And you mentioned like the two ghost towns. How long have you been sick for? Let's just say it's more contagious than I was letting on. From the captain's mom's house. Kevin, what is the update on ration amount? Isn't it six? For rations? Yeah, six. I can help hunt. You come across a small group of like two or three saber-toothed moose lions. And I draw up a huge boulder and throw it generally at one of the adults. So you guys both targeted uh, one of the creatures. And yes. I want both of you Roll me initiative. Oh, crap. Dirty 20. Seven. Seven, you said? Yep. <laughs> what? How, how do you always roll so bad? I don't know. She rolled pretty good with the attack, you know? Like, my stealth. It's pretty good. Her stealth was pretty know? good. Her stealth was solid. Two good days of not feeling bad. You're not wrong. Out of four. <clears throat> so, already you see these are look. This one in particular is looking pretty messed up. Uh, as a giant boulder, and then some seeking flames went and scorched the the body of this creature, and it makes a sound that I'm not in the mood to make. Me. <laughs> it doesn't make a goat sound. Um, <laughs> Boss. Uh, and then. Well, it's not its turn or anything like that, but it just takes this damage. The teenager freaks out, and then the other one uh, looks over in the direction that that stuff came from. And these things luckily can only move 40 feet, so it's going to have to use the dash action. So one of these creatures, the one that you haven't targeted, makes a noise. I don't know. And then uh, rushes over to you, or in the direction that the stuff came from. Uh, breaks through any brush and trees nearby, and like stands guard as uh, it faces the the two of you behind this brush, and makes this this curdle this blood curdling scream of anger. Jaeger, it is your turn. Okay, so. Now I'm going to use an attack called Flaming Missile. Okay. I'm not going to get closer, but that is a 5d4 plus 1 in my situation. And I am going to attack that adult that's on guard. Yeah, it's like within 10 feet of you right now. Oh, it's within 10 feet. Oh, in that case, I thought he was much further away. In that case, I'm going to use my Flamethrower. Okay. And a flamethrower 25. Oh, that is gonna be 
That's 48. What does it need to do? Um, let's see. It's a dex save, I think. Okay, go ahead and roll full damage. Roll full damage? Roll okay. damage. Okay, I'm gonna apply extra heat as well. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be one, two, three, four, plus a d6. That is a 16. Wow. 16 damage? <laughs> nice. I don't think you understand. Three of my d8s were ones. <laughs> wow. That's that so was good. bad. Yeah. Taro, it's your turn next. Okay. Um, I'm gonna run up and do earthen combat. Against the one on fire? Yeah. Um, uh, not this, not this one. This one only lasted the duration of the hit, I think. It No, it's, it's gonna fire last... Dragon's breath. Technically, yeah, because it's just one action. It's not a full turn. So it's fine. Yeah, I don't it. know. It's up. It's up to the DM's discretion. It'll be fine to hit this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fire fine. dragon's breath. It wouldn't have been fine. Now that we've changed it. Okay. So I'm doing earthen combat. I'm gonna get within five feet of it. Deal. One d six plus bludgeoning damage. We're going. I'm doing it. Okay. That is uh, thirteen plus seven. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty hits. Okay, cool. And then that one D three. Where are my dice? I can't answer that. <laughs> Do you want me to call them? No, I got it. Um, seven damage. Okay. And then I'm gonna use a reaction to do a little urban burst. Nice. I like yeah. it. <clears throat> An urban burst is a plus D six with oh no you have to choose to do earthen burst before making the attack oh well i guess i'll do that next time then uh, okay. but i can extra attack and do earthen combat again you can and you can add earthen, earthen burst to this one okay if it like regardless of if it hits or not you're spinning that chi but you can do it on this one okay so i will do that how many and... chi are you spending uh, 2G. Cool, so you get to add 2D8 to this attack if it hits. Alright, um, that is 8 plus 7, 15 to hit. That hits. 11 damage. This thing's not looking happy. As, as you went to uh, punch this thing twice with some earthen, uh, pretty much earthen, like, close range martial arts, uh, Jaeger, you're kind of watching this. The second you dispel your fire, uh, your flamethrower, you see Taro just, like, run up and kick up some earthen boulders and then go in for some, like, punches with some earth, uh, coupling, uh, the hits and just, like, punch the saber-toothed moose lion, uh, in the face and chest as, uh, it's still kind of recovering from the flame that you just burst onto this thing. Ah, jeez. The, uh, the one moose lion that you guys fought in the surprise round comes rushing up on the other side of you guys, flanking you both. Oh. As it gears itself to charge on its next attack, and the younger one, you see kind of it's smaller, so it only rushes, like, uh, another 30 feet away from you guys. It's like 90 feet from Next up is the one that you guys have been uh, attacking at this whole time. It's going to go for two attacks. One 
is a ram attack against you, Taro, because you are up in its face. I don't think that's going to hit. That is only a 15. No. Get out, girl! And then the next attack is going to be a claw, which is a dirty 20. Yep. So you see it try to ram Taro with uh, its antlers. She dodges out of the way, and then just it makes a swipe against her. It uh, doesn't roll too well this time. For nine slashing damage as it slashes into her chest uh, and makes a moose lion sound. Rah, insert moose lion. How many damage? Nine? Nine damage. Uh, Jaeger, it's your turn. Oh, it is my turn once again. I'm going to use Flaming Missile on the one that attacks Taro. And... That's an auto hit, and that's gonna be 5d force plus one, uh, 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 uh. and that's gonna be 17. Nice. This thing is looking not so happy. And then I'm gonna bonus action with fire bullets, because it's been a while since Jaeger's fired those guys. Go ahead and see if those hit. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see here, I got a 17. A 15 and a natural one? Only two of those hit. Surprise, surprise. What? Okay. So let's see here. And that's gonna be five damage. Alright, it's not looking too happy. Still standing though. Taro, it is your turn. Alright, um, I'm gonna do the same thing I did last turn. Earthen combat with earthen burst. Do it up. So you're spending how many more chi for this one? Uh, let's just do one. Okay. 12 plus 7 is... 19. That hits. Okay. 8 damage. And 2 more, so 10 damage. Okay. And... Extra attack again! That whole Ooh. thing. Yep, you can't use Earth and Burst on this one since it's just one reaction. Okay. Use your reaction. Cool, that's fine. I got a dirty 20 to hit. For sure hits. And that is 5 plus 4, 9 damage. This thing is not looking happy at all. In fact, it looks like it's on death's door as it's can breathing I, heavy. Can I bonus action? Sure, what you got? <laughs> I got stone shot. Oh, that is a bonus action. Alright, yeah. see if you hit. Do I have to roll? Uh, stone shot oh, yeah. is not an auto hit, so yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I rolled a nineteen plus. That is. Okay. And that is at fifth level two stones. Two d six. That's eleven plus four fifteen. All right. You see, you fire these two bullets. That's ranged. You're in close combat. That has to be made oh. at disadvantage. Okay. So. So roll to see if that, it? yeah, try to see if that hits okay, one more time. Okay. The 19's still there, and that one was an 11 plus 7. Okay, yeah, that still hits, so that okay. means that it does, uh, it does hit. Cool. Uh, as you fire off these two bullets at this thing, uh, it tries to stand up and try to charge over to you, and just, it cannot muster the strength any longer as it falls dead. One down. Yep, and the next one's turn. It goes to charge over to you, Jaeger. 
Uh, and it will try to make a ram attack on you. Now, uh... Does a dirty 20 hit you? Yeah. Alright. Go ahead and roll me a strength saving throw, please. Okay. That is a 16. Uh, yeah, that's good. So as it... It kind of arches back, and then, like, scrapes one of its hooves against the ground and makes a sound. It starts rushing forward to you. Uh, you turn and look at it, because you've been focusing on the other one, and you just barely in time catch what it's doing as it charges and rams against you, but you're able to hold your feet steady as it drags you across the ground as you take a ram attack, uh, being dealt 13 damage. Okay. And you don't fall prone because you looked at it in time. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. It then goes to make a bite at you, which is at 19 damage, or uh, 19 uh, to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> For 15 piercing damage, it bites down into your chest. Oh, jeez. And you hear the child, or at least the teenager... Uh, making moose sounds at the edge of, uh, like, the bank side. The other one is, uh, it's facing away from its family. Uh, go ahead. Jaeger, it is your turn. The other one that would have gone before you is now dead. Okay, so I'm going to be using my axe in this scenario. Yep, it is within five feet of me now. Yes, I'm going to uh, give him a good uh, whacking. <clears throat> that is a 16. 16 hits. Okay. Five plus five, so 10. Cool. Yep, this thing is still standing, but it's not happy. Okay, and then I have an extra attack as well. Can I smack him with my axe again? You can. Okay, I'm gonna roll a good d20 again. <laughs> 18 total. 18 hits. Okay. I'm gonna give him another thwack. And that is a 9. Still standing. Okay. Taro? Yeah, it's Taro's turn. Taro! Taro, you see uh, Jaeger between these this thing's horns uh, as it just nod a big gash into Jaeger's chest. Uh, with with its claws and its teeth and its horns. Uh, he's not in the best situation. What do you do? Right. Um, I'm gonna use Kevin's spear and try to stab it. <laughs> not Jaeger. <laughs> um, okay, I don't know what... What's the damage on that? Damage? If you using two-handed, it's gonna be 1d8 plus your strength modifier. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, so 16. Cool, that hits. Cool. 3 plus 3, 6 damage. This thing is standing, but barely. Uh, do it again. Extra do attack. It. Do it. Uh, 12 plus... Totally hits. Okay. And that is 5 plus 3, 8. Taro, finish this parent. Slice his head off. With a spear? Well, no, that wouldn't uh, work with it. That's time consuming. <laughs> that's also that's also bad if we're trying to eat these things later. Alright, alright, alright. Uh that would stab its brains, I guess. I don't know. 
Alright, you stab the spear directly into one of its eyes as it looks at you and makes a roar. So it goes, and falls down, a spear still in eye socket. Uh, the teenager makes another shout, shouting into the wilderness. Jaeger, it's your turn. Um, is it coming towards so us? So both the parents are dead and the teenager is now wanting revenge? No, it's shouting into the wilderness. We're gonna have to. Yeah, we can't let this thing grow up and want revenge. Yeah. Yeah, one time my pastor said to follow through, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Uh, what you um, I guess I'm just gonna attempt to go to knock out the teenager to stop it from screaming and attracting other creatures. Alright, roll to see if you hit this thing. Okay. Uh, 16. Yeah, that hits it. Okay. Am I able to knock it out, or do I gotta, like, convince it to fall asleep? You've gotta, uh, if you're doing non-lethal damage, you still have to hit it to the point of it going incapacitated, which just means that you're doing non-lethal damage to it. You still have to roll for your damage. Okay, I will do, uh, non-lethal damage with the blunt side of my axe on the top of the head. And that's gonna be... Oh, that's gonna be 11. 11 damage? Yeah. Alright, you have an extra attack. This thing is still standing, though staggered. Goes... Ah, oh, jeez, I'm sorry, guy. I'm usually better at this. <laughs> um, and Taro, and... make a perception check as Jaeger uh, decides to, I'm sure, hit this thing again, because he's got that extra yeah. attack. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. There's my nat 1. Alright, Jaeger. What you got? Uh, I got a 15. That hits this thing, yep. And I give him a bonk on the noggin once again. Alright, see if... Uh, I'll see how much damage you do. If that is going to be a 9. This thing is still standing, but barely. Ah, jeez. I'm sorry. Jaeger! <laughs> What's up? I don't know. Finish it. I'm trying. This Taro, guy's pretty durable. Taro, does a does a twenty-eight hit you? It sure does. A twenty-eight. As a as a saber tooth my uh, saber tooth moose lion comes rushing out of the brush nearby, charging into you and ramming you head on. Oh my god! Yeah. There's another one. That's what it's been doing for the last two turns. Uh, dealing 20 bludgeoning damage to you, and I need you to make me a strength saving throw. Okay, I'm not using that one. Your person. 16 plus 6. You don't fall prone. Even though you weren't fully expecting this thing to get there, uh, you heard the brush just in time uh, and turned to face this thing just as it was ramming into you. You still take that full brunt of damage, but you were ready for that charge. It goes into also claw at you. I don't think that's gonna hit. That's just a an eighteen. And meets beats. Meets. Oh Jesus. Okay. So eleven slashing damage as it rams into you, uh, backs off just a slide, just a tad, and slashes into you. Cool. And the child goes, and then this new moose lion goes. 
Jaeger, it's your turn. How are you looking, Taro? You should still be, like, okay. Um, about half and half. Okay. I feel like no fancy. So the <laughs> only thing that's left is this teenager shouting for uh, a herd, I guess, as uh, Taro's getting attacked by this other new one that has just invaded this uh, combat. Ah, jeez. So, uh, Taro, you want me to finish with this guy, or do you want help? Finish him. Want okay, I I will finish. Oh my I, god. I, oh my god. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh no. What do you mean, oh no, you can't just roll say, oh no. I got a 19 on the die. I'm going uh, to... Okay, okay. You know what? I'm done. I'm done, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. I'm done with this creature. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna slash him with the sharp end of my axe. <laughs> I've had it. I tried to be nice. You know. And, uh, okay. That's, uh, that's a 17 on the 20. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. And then I'm going to uh, embed... Uh, this axe into this creature, okay, and that's gonna do ten points of damage. Tell me how you kill this thing. Um, I'm going to cut its head off because this creature <laughs> means nothing to me. <laughs> and then I'm going to use fire bullets on the big guy. Yep. A 16, a 12, and an 18. All three of those hit. Then I'm gonna apply extra heat, and that is a Spanking total of 14. This thing looks com like it, it's hurt, uh, but its mental focus is unfazed as it continues to eye Taro. Taro, it's your turn. Let the earth come back again. The earth first. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 for sure. It's how many chi are you spinning? Uh, just, just Uno. One. Okay. Um, that's 10 damage plus one. 11 damage. 11 Tar damage. Taro, try to get away from it. Try to put some distance between yourself and that creature. She leaves its attack range. It's going to do an attack of opportunity against her. Ah, Jesus. I have a good thing, but I cannot use it. Taro, it's your... Yeah, you've um, got that extra attack. Yeah, I'm going to do urban combat again. Yep. A natural 20, not dirty 20, natural 20. Yo! You got a natural 20! Yeah, buddy! You get to double all your dice rolls. I wish you used Earthen Burst on this one. Well... Uh, everybody drink. Wait, yes! I need a drink. I'm, I'm already, like, I'm halfway drinking. through this glass. You gotta drink for nat 20s. 13 damage? This thing's still alive, though. Oh. Moose Lion, number two. Dead. Moose lion teenager got its head chopped off. So the one that's just like attacking you, Taro, is just gonna go in for another ram and then a bite. I already used my reaction. You did. Uh, luckily, the ram missed with just a 14. Okay. I know that misses. Yep. God, I'm rolling like garbage. And then a 9 for the bite. Nope. Yeah, both of those miss. Go ahead, Jaeger, it's your turn, as this thing is just in combat with your ally here. Okay, uh, what is the distance between Taro and this moose lion? This, uh, five feet. It's been it's, within it's... a five-foot range with her, otherwise it wouldn't have been able to do any of that combat, and neither would she. Okay, 
So I guess I'm gonna charge on in, uh, axe in hand, and I'm going to attack with the axe. Okay. And that is, uh, that's an 18 on the 20. Okay. For hit. And there, let's roll it again. That's gonna be a nine. And I want to embed the axe within its skin, if that's okay. So with the axe inside of the creature, I'm gonna heat the metal. <sighs> Do it up. Wait, wait, heat metal is, uh, is an ability or a technique? Think technique. Heat metal is one action. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate. You can't do it. Okay. So I guess while still hanging on the creature, I'll fire some bullets into it. That would be me at a disadvantage. You are five feet and it is ranged. Okay. So let's see here. As we establish with the Mordon. Yes. Let's see here. The lowest for the first one is a 15. The lowest for the second one is a 13, and the lowest for the third one is a 4. Two of those hit. And that's gonna be 8. For damage. Still alive. This creature... As it goes... And just looks at you, eyes glaring in a red hate. Hi. Taro, it's your turn. Let's see if you can finish this thing off before it gets to your turn again. Or before it gets to its turn. Yes, please, before okay. it kills me. Punch, punch, punch. Earth and combat. Up, see what you got. Don't be afraid of this thing. seven is 19. Hits. Hit. Six damage. Taro. Taro. That's me. Finish it. Finish him. Uh, sucker punch him. Um, we know uppercut um, underneath his little chinny chin chin. Alright, you go Hadouk in this thing. There's like three different takes of camera angles as you Hadouk in this thing. Uh, you may even shout Hadouk in, or you hear uh, the Mr. Wiggles shout Hadouk in. Uh, as this thing goes flying into the air before landing on the ground, completely dead. This is a lot of food. Yes, That's the is. first thing you say. <laughs> Indeed, it is much food. For you guys, and for the listeners to know this, I have a mechanic based off of size comparisons. As long as you're able to pass survival checks, you can get four rations each from the adults and three rations from the teenager. Okay. Oh, boy. We got meat! So that is a potential 15 rations. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be nice indeed. Uh, but Kevin might die, so let's switch to him. <laughs> oh, snap. I forgot. I'm screwed! Well, no, I'm not going to do something terrible, terrible with you. Uh, <laughs> as you are preparing and collecting all of the water uh, in this region, you hear behind you as. God, I am rolling like garbage. Uh, well, neither of those hit you. I already know. Uh, as like a... Well, it actually gets to attack. Yeah, neither of those hit you. Uh, as you get like a slap down on the ground right near you from hearing that noise, as you see one porcupine beaver, uh, which is like the, the size of like a teenaged bear, 
uh, goes and its tail has slapped on the ground near you. I need you to roll me initiative, Mr. Kevin. All right. That is going to be a lovely 14. That's better than this thing. Go ahead and uh, do your first move. Okay, if I do any... I'm preparing to do this, so, so I haven't used anything yet, right? No, this is after you've drawn all the water. Perfect. How close is this thing is to me? Melee range? It's melee range. I'm just like, I do not want to harm you. I just put my hands up in a, in a boxing position and just blow on them, freezing them in place. Like freezing my fist. Yeah, go ahead and roll to see if you hit this thing. Yeah, first one don't hit. <laughs> Much better. That'd be a twenty a twenty-one. Cool, totally hits, yeah. Go ahead and see how much damage you do to this thing as it goes. I don't know what a beaver sound makes. Max damage. Six plus my bending modifier, which is a plus four, so that'd be ten. Uh and you're doing uh melee range. Go ahead and make me a DC thirteen dexterity saving. Sixteen Beautiful, so you only take half because you passed here. Uh, As you attack this thing, you see the quills perk up, and you are dealt five points of piercing damage, as when you attack this thing with melee range, the quills pierce into your arms. Gotcha. But how's the thing looking? Uh, still rather healthy. Alright. So this thing is going to go, it has a multi-attack, so it's going to go first for one claw attack. Doesn't have a as good of a hit as uh, Sabertooth Moose Lions do. Jesus, I'm rolling very well for this one. Dirty 20. That will hit. Alright. Seven piercing damage as this thing goes to uh, claw at you. And then you see it turns around and its tail t- flips over to attack you. Uh, 21 to hit, I know is going to hit. Yeah. Uh, 11 bludgeoning damage. As this tail whips over at you, smacks you across the face, and give me a DC 12 uh, strength saving. 13 plus 4, so that is 16. No, 13 plus 4, that's 17, my bad. You are not knocked prone based off of the damage that this thing was dealt uh, has dealt. However, I still need a, need a dexterity saving throw because of the quills. 17 plus 3, dirty 20. Beautiful. You only take an additional 3 points of piercing damage as the quills come across your face as it has clawed and whipped you. Alright. So, you want to play? Let's play. And it goes... Me, 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 me. Go ahead, Kevin. It's your turn. All right. I think I got one more stamina left. That's all I like. I like. If I use, I don't think about using a water pulse. But the thing is, that's water that everybody can use. Yeah, you are in a pretty tough spot here. Exactly. And I still got that mace. (laughs) So I'm gonna use the mace to pop this thing upside its head. So that's a 23 hit? 23 for sure is this thing. You are my favorite die. 5 plus 1, 6. Okay. As I crack the thing upside his head, going for an uppercut with uh, with my fist. 16 plus 4, so that's a 
That's a dirty 20. That hits. That is 5 plus 4. That is going to be 9 uh, damage from my fist. This thing is still standing. Uh, not looking happy. Almost at death's door. Like, just got out of the car and is about to walk the, uh, the walkway up to the door. Back off, or there is worse I can do. And roll me a DC dexterity saving throw. Do I need you two? Or... Do I need you two, or... Uh, t I would say two, yeah. Okay, one's a 14 plus three. So it's a 17. And the other one is a... Is a... 11 plus three, so a 14. Beautiful. Alright, so the first attack and the second attack combined gets you an additional 9 piercing damage because that's half damage totaled to both of those melee attacks. How are you looking? I'm still hanging. I'm a tough old, I'm a tough old, uh, old person. You are, yeah. Your constitution's pretty good. Alright, let's see if it re- if it can recharge a tail slap, does not. You are lucky, so it only gets to do one attack this time. Goes in for a bite with its beaver-like teeth. Nom, 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 nom. 16 plus 4. 30, 20, that one hit. A D8. Luckily, I didn't roll very well. That is only a 4 piercing damage, and I need another dexterity save. And that's a 12 plus 3. That is going to be 15. Beautiful. So you only take an additional... Three piercing in addition to what you got from the bite. I'm gonna kick this thing like a field goal. And it goes, nom, 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 nom. Get uh, off of me, is... you! Oh. I'm like, get off of me! Just beat this thing down with it. Okay. Uh, go ahead this. and beat it down, Kevin. It's your turn. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna beat the hell out of this thing now. I'm like, come on, I'm just gonna beat, just bash its brains in. Keep going for melee attacks. I, if I leave, it gets an opportunity attack, and any, and if I, it will get an opportunity attack on my ass. No, this thing I ring. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is a tough situation. Mm-hmm. As a GM, <laughs> first one is a dirty twenty. Oh, absolutely. And the other one is a twenty-three. Absolutely hits both of those. Do. Rolling two d six for both attack. One is a six plus four, and the other one is a four plus four, so that's eight. So a total, uh, total of eighteen. This thing is bloodied, but still barely standing. Back off! As you bash into this thing, roll me dexterity saving throws because you're doing melee attacks against its quills. All right, eleven plus three. Um, that's a fourteen. And a 10 plus 3, which is 13. Both of those save, meaning that you only take 11 piercing damage as the quills pierce into your body again. Alright. You I'm still hurting. standing? I'm still, I'm still here. I just rolled a 5 on its tail slap attack for the recharge. It has retained it, which means that it gets a multi-attack on this round. Ah, uh, crap-a-doodle. First hit is the tail slap. I don't think that's going to hit. That's just a 10. 10 don't hit. Woo! which is very lucky, and a 10 on the claw, so it's not going to hit this entire round. Uh, it goes to slap at your tail, and you're already, a, or slap with its tail, you're already fully aware of that, and you 
move out of the way just in time, and as it slashes, it thought that you were going to uh, whip over to one side, and it was wrong. It attacks that uh, side that you didn't uh, try to move around at. Go ahead. Kevin, it is your turn again. Alec, I am done with you. I am done. Two attacks. Dirty 20. Yeah, other one. 19. Both of those hit. I know, dexterity saves coming after this. Alright. Uh, 4 plus 4, that is 8. Any That's other? with your first attack? Yes. Heaven. Roll me your dexterity save right now because finish it. Dexterity is going to be a 19 plus 3. That means you only take 4 piercing half damage. Yes! So go ahead and finish this thing as you take that 4 piercing. I'm like, I warned you don't f with me, and I just, and I just take my fist and just cold cock this uh, down to his face. <laughs> but I'm this like, por this porcupine beaver goes nah, 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 as you just bash its brains in repeatedly, not even thinking about the quills that are piercing into your arm and hand. Uh, using uh, whatever you can around you after you get tired until this thing is just, its head is just a bloody pulp. Uh, but you're able to salvage the meat. Maybe. I would. Kevin, how much water did I say that you got? Uh, from that lake? Three. Three gallons. So, three gallons. So you have uh, all of your water skins full. Yay! Which means five, no, what is that, four gallons? One per, or at least two people are going to have to take one point of exhaustion. But, you guys got plenty of rations. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, everybody reconvenes at the, at the camp, we'll say for the sake of convenience, at the same time. Uh, Kevin dragging the body of a, of a porcupine beaver at the same time that there are, uh, what is it? Four moose lions <laughs> being drugged by Taro and Jaeger. We got the meat, huh? And uh, and Mao is just petting uh, Mr. Wiggles and going, Dear Lord, how much meat did you collect today? We have the meats. Baby! There's still like a gaping wound in my chest, and I'm like, yeah, it was easy. <laughs> and y'all just see Kevin no just damage. covering porcupine needles, like fever uh, porcupine needles, like, I got the water too. <laughs> it's a meat. My boy, I bench press a <laughs> Well, uh, who needs the most healing? And he prepares uh, some blazing flame. Uh, I look at use, him like. Uh, don't you, I'll kind of give my a look. Don't you dare! <laughs> I I I use my inner flame to heal myself. Yeah, I'm good. I right. have 47 HP, which is fine. It looks like everybody is fine then, and he dispels the flames and just sighs and says, "If, if any of you needs his help, you could have just shouted for me." Right now. No, then? you're constipated. You can't be doing bending. And uh, what makes Yes, you're right. Uh, absolutely, I'm 100. percent And I think we can use the quills on here either as bolts for your crossbow. Kevin, or... I, I I will not deny you look like absolute garbage with all those quills in you. Is there anything that we can do to help? <laughs> yeah, 
Did one of y'all know how to carve this thing up absolutely pierced by this quilt? Hmm. Yeah. Here, use your spear. <laughs> Thank you, Mauro. <laughs> uh, it is nightfall. You guys have set up camp. Um, Mao did an even worse job collecting uh, twigs and branches for the fire that you guys would be using today. Um, but who's taking first, second, and third shift? It looks like Mao is just not even in this discussion to see which one he would take this time. I can so, I can be wherever Mal usually we goes. We always shift to the right. Mm-hmm. So I had the middle one last time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that would be Kevin starting, Taro in the middle, and me last. Alright. Cool. I believe. Kevin, go ahead and roll an encounter check as you are Watching camp for the night. Twelve. You are good. Taro. Eight. Okay. Ah. Uh, you're watching. You're sitting, hearing the sounds of the crackling fire, hearing the crickets just before fall truly hits. Your night goes fairly uneventful. Did anyone set up traps? I didn't have any. Me either. I tried to use up. You hear some very light rustling in the tr- in the bushes nearby, Taro. There's one of the tents, most likely Mao's. I'll go investigate. Uh, roll me a stealth check. Uh, that is 17 total. As you begin to kind of sneak your way, I'm sure you grab whatever closest weapon you have. You switched your light hammer with what is it, Kevin's spear for the moment? Oh, I gave it back to him. Okay, so what you got now? The light hammer. Okay, so you pull out the light hammer once again. Uh, you approach a small creature. A little armadillo skunk. Oh. It's an armadillo that has the stripe that a skunk would down its spine up to where its tail would be. But it's an armadillo, so its tail is very thin, so it's just like one solid stripe of white. As it goes kind of like digging through whatever bags Mao has left outside. Uh, and it hasn't noticed you. Um, I'm gonna shoo it away. I mean, this thing has like a, a minus four intelligence. But I need you to roll me a dexterity just in case. Um, eight plus three, eleven. Oh my god. The DC was 13, Tara. God. <laughs> Surviving out in the wild really brings me back to my nomadic days in the Surtur clan. Despite the desperate situation we're in, I've always wanted to see how my new team would handle themselves out in the road. So far, they haven't disappointed. The applications of other bendings on the road aren't things I've really considered before. My old clan had to boil water in a big pot just to be able to drink it. And warm water, honestly, does not taste good. So it's nice that Kevin can just suck the water out of all the plants and little puddles that we can stumble across. In terms of hunting, it's really nice that an earthbender like Taro can use their bending 
much more freely than I could. The last thing I want to do is burn the forest down for some beaver rabbit jerky, or saber tooth, moose lion loins. It's safe to say I've officially been outgathered and hunted for the first time in my life. At least I know how to navigate. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good of a hunter or gatherer you are. A journey without direction is just a death trap. The last thing I want is to feel useless while in an environment that's supposed to be my element. I do need to try to understand the spirit side of this job at some point. I never even thought I'd ever see a spirit, but literally my very first mission had a spirit that almost destroyed a whole town just because its ghost trunk was in the wrong place. The next spirit I interacted with was Valhalaru, and he messed up Taro in a way I don't think any vending could ever achieve. Is that what maybe caused her illness? All this close contact with the spirits? I don't know. And I'm starting to think that's an issue. I've done my best to avoid spirits. Just because I don't really understand them. So far, they've been unpredictable at best and hostile at worst. But until I understand them, it's probably best I let Taro and Kevin handle all the spirit business. I don't think the spirits would want anything to do with me anyway. Yeah, wake up! Yeah, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Tara got sprayed by some nasty, funky thing, and now she stank. We need to burn her clothes. Uh, and you okay. got firepower. Uh, okay. Come on. And I just, uh, and I gave you like a few minutes so he could put some pants on and some shoes so he we can help Tara. You come into my tent, ask for my bending, and make me put on clothes. Disgusting. I thought we were friends. Remember last time you didn't put on clothes? I had to heal your junk? I just always need healing. The clothes are just coincidental. Or <laughs> <laughs> where was this move that I saw? That was absolutely Bananarama insane. Hold on, I would have an extra set of clothes, actually. <laughs> the second I get 30 feet of Taro, I smell it. Oh, okay. God. Okay, uh, Taro, go ahead and, uh, put your, uh, clothes on the ground. And, uh... It is done. Go... Okay, and now, uh... I'm gonna need you to get away from it. Uh, nobody go near it. Yep. You see, you see Jaeger, like, uh, brushing his chin, like, stroking, like, the, the hairs on his chinny-chin-chin. So I'm going to use a uh, flame burst on that clothing. Please do. Okay, okay. So I turn, I turn to Kevin and Taro, and I say, uh, "I need you guys uh, to river dance, but like not using a like just river dance. Like you have to be behind me while this happens." I'm behind I, him and river dancing. I don't know okay. how to river dance without doing. Um, do the robot dance. <laughs> Yeah, what? do do the robot. That know. will suffice. What's the robot? You have to do some form of movement. I can uh, behind do the cha-cha right? slide. Okay, do the cha-cha slide, and then. Yeah, I'm in the suit. I put on the firebending suit because that's all the, the clothes I got. So apparently, Tyro, where What's did up? you get that from? 
Um, I will not discuss it while we're in Yamamoto territory. Gotcha. <laughs> and so I, so I gotta... while y'all are doing that, I'm going to put my hands uh, together, right? And I'm going to start like swirling it around, and I'm going to make a big old ball of flames. I'm going to pull Taro further back from Jaeger to keep her in the dark. And the sun is going to be, er, the fire is is going to glow. It's going to be so bright that it's like uh, I have the power of the sun in the palm of my hands. You are literally the sun right now. I am literally Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2. Doc! And, Doc. and I put... Love that guy. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I push it, right? And it goes... And it, it goes to the close. Yeah. And it, like, it makes contact. But then it explodes. And everything within 15 feet of the close also catches fire. Just like Doc Ock. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... The, the clothes are in ashes. It is all gone. There is nothing left. Alright. Uh, so this fantastical spectacle has been made. As the fire burns the uh, tainted clothing <laughs> that Taro had previously worn. Uh, and you guys all now see her, or two of you. Mao's not there. See her in this, uh... Jaeger, this would be your first time seeing it. Kevin, you know all too well. Uh, this almost skin-tight suit that's wiring, uh, has, like, an orangish-red to it that trails from the center of the chest out to the hands and feet of this, uh, one-piece, nearly skin-tight black suit. Oh, I do want to attempt to um, hide the logo on it, just in case the people in binoculars are looking. <laughs> That's why I was pulling it uh, further into the darkness. Give me a deception check. Uh, or sleight of hand, whichever one would be better for you. Let's Probably see. sleight of hand. We don't get a lot of sleight of hand. That is a 9 plus 3. 12. 12. I mean, you guys don't know if anything happens, but that's what you get. Cool. I need to buy new clothes the next place we go. Question. We have saber two moose lions. What happens to their skins? Uh, with a good enough with a good enough uh, survival check that you guys did, you can make a, a hide out of it. Let's make some hide out of it till we get someplace yeah. with actual clothes. That's yeah. pretty badass, actually, Taro. Let's do You'd be that. wearing saber tooth moose lion hide. Heck yeah. Yeager, do you want to do that too? Because you are wearing a Yamamoto family um, uh, clothing right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I will sick, do that. Actually. I also have in my pack dark clothes and a hood. I've had clothes on me the whole time, guys. I just wanted you to know that. What? While I, while I was naked, while wearing this Yamamoto gear, I've had dark clothes plus hood in my inventory this whole time. What? Yeah. And I don't? The rich girl? I know the two rich people don't have an extra set of clothes What he does. So I'm going to attach the hide to the hood and the dark clothes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Once we get to that point. that'd be That's pretty sick. I dig that. Yeah, I dig that idea, too. Hopefully it doesn't burn off. And Taro does the same thing, minus the uh, dark hood. 
So, who's the next person to need to roll an encounter check? Because that was encounter number one for the night. Jaeger! Jaeger, roll well. Yep. I got a natural 20 again. <laughs> no, nothing happens. Oh, thank you. You're telling me, like, a herd of chickens don't come walking in and I just start cutting them off and... No, in fact, I'm you actually with cuddle happening. with the moose hamster a little bit. I oh. don't want to. Me! I want to! I can't to. get attached. I it snuggles up to you, Jaeger, uh, and you su you are surprised about how warm you feel snuggled up to this cute little thing. I told you I don't want to get attached <laughs> to this thing. <laughs> Uh, but it immediately falls asleep when it's near you, as though it feels absolute 100% confidence and comfort in your, uh, in your being there for it, with it. Oh, this poor creature. <laughs> and, uh, when it snores, it goes... Nothing? Nothing, Jaeger? <laughs> Uh, nothing. Yeah, I feel nothing. <laughs> no feelings at all. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna roll the cold check. <laughs> Cold-heartedness check? Yeah. Day five. It was interesting to have to smell the interaction Miss Mendoza had last night. Given the new outfit she is wearing, the old clothes have been discarded, which is probably for the best. I can't help but feel bad for her, as well as bad for us, as the smell still follows her. Regardless of this, we are trekking well. The hamster moose, uh, Mr. Wibbles, is treating us well. They've been good at keeping a steady pace despite our setbacks. Taro is feeling well, and I've recovered a bit today myself, enough to act healthy around the team at least. There was a carriage we passed while out on this trail, though abandoned. There appeared to be tears and rips in the carriage fabric, though after the team did a very short investigation, they decided to leave it behind, finding out that it was indeed abandoned. Rather, we continued until Jaeger mentioned we uh, well on our way to the X mark on the map, Mulu. I'm unsure if that's the name of the village or not, but it's a name important enough for Hasha to have risked being caught for giving us something to help, which only tells me it's a name worth remembering. Still day five. It has been hours since my last writing, but it appears we found our way to the X mark. It turns out this village is called Nazuda. Yamamoto soldiers do walk the streets here. This village houses some life, though you can clearly see from the amount of buildings and lack of citizens that it has long since passed its prime. The buildings still look as well cared for as they can be, and after looking around the town for any water source, it seems that they travel up to the river, which is about an hour's journey out. We have decided to stop here for supplies, and ask around town, with Miss Mendoza heading to a bathhouse to freshen up while Mr. Zasper and Jaeger head into a convenience store. I wait here, watching the carriage, as I don't fully trust those in this village. Uh, you guys head on in. It looks um, very low supply. 
but you're sure you can find some stuff. This looks like as low supply as like some 7-Eleven in the middle of nowhere would be stocked up with, or any convenience store uh, would be stocked up with in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they have like a tiny section uh, that's dedicated to like jackets and hats and boots and things of that nature. Uh, and there's like one middle-aged, bigger guy kind of like manning the uh, register. And you see one woman like wiping down the floor in one of the aisles as you guys start walking in. A small bell rings when the door opens. And you hear uh, the man say, Welcome to uh, Moscow's. And I nod to him. Thank you. You wouldn't happen to have uh, women's clothing, would you? Yes, we, we, we've got a few things that women can fit, for sure. And uh, he goes, Hey, Mulu, uh, be sure to show them the aisle. Uh, and the woman that is uh, wiping down the floor comes up, brushes off her knees as she walks up to you guys, and says, Hello, uh, yeah, this <clears throat> right this way, right this way, I got you covered. Thank you. And guides you over to uh, the clothing line. It honestly looks more unisex than anything. Perfect. Uh, but yeah. That'll do. A killer jacket, long sleeves, jeans, some good boots, and a couple of holsters. Oh. And the holster's made for Tyra's gun. Yeah, that's true. That'd be useful. Alright, so you ring up a jacket, jeans, holsters, and what else? Boots? Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, as he checks it in, <clears throat> he ends up uh, giving you the total. We got ourselves 115 New Earth Kingdom. Vincent, but uh, how much a gallon of uh, like a barrel of water costs here? Uh, 25 coins. I'll take two. Very well. He rings that up. To total up to 175 new Earth Kingdom. I'll take it. Pleasure doing business with you. Oh, uh, hope to see wait. You again soon. Yes. You you wouldn't have any like soap or shampoo, would you? No, oh, yeah, certainly it's down on aisle three. I grab that and add it to the order. All right, that's an extra like three coin. Worth it. My my nose is thanking me for this. Alright, remove an extra three, and uh, Jaeger, you kind of notice, like, the price change, that, like, just the vast difference in price between water and, like, simple things like soap. Uh, it seems like water is a pretty valuable resource in this town, just by the price point alone. Oh, yeah. Say, uh, where do you get this water from? Oh, uh, we have to travel all the way to the local river to get it. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, it's... it's... It's more expensive up north, I can promise you that. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so it's just a daily grind, huh? Daily grind? That's what happens here in the, in the Earth Kingdom? Oh, yeah. Say, so, you guys don't look like you're from here. Where exactly did you come from? Let's see... We came from the United Province. Oh. We're traveling up north. Pretty much exploring um, different areas. Explorers, I see, I see. Well, be sure to check out the uh, local um, old mining uh, encampment that we have in town here. That's what how this 
town got started, though it's long since been uh, cleared out <laughs> of anything useful. Oh. Still good for history, of course. Oh no. I don't look at Jaeger like, I would love this, wouldn't he? <laughs> we'll put a pin in that. I'll draw a circle <laughs> on the map. I'm taking the clothes and the two barrels with me. How big are these barrels? <clears throat> I'll say that it's five gallons each. Oh, small barrels. Well, that's pretty cool. So, uh, two barrels. So even if they're emptied, you can always refill them with more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then me carrying around all these water skins. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a pleasure doing business with you. I hope to see you guys again very soon. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get anything? Um, maybe. Like, if they got rations, you know. So oh, we got the water handled. We've got ourselves some turkey beef jerky. Uh, how much for each? Uh, two, uh, two coin per bag, which should last you, depending on your source, of course. And he rubs his enormous belly. About maybe a half of a day's worth. So how much would I need to get a full day's worth, and how much would it cost for the group? For the group? Oh my goodness, uh, I can finish about two or three of those bags before lunch. It's mostly just a snack, my friend. Ah. Well, I'll buy a couple bags then. I don't want to... If they're just snacks, it'll be a little pick-me-up, I guess. Sure. If you buy four bags worth, that'll give you one full ration. I will do that. Any any tips on uh, getting rid of skunk stank? Oh no, you got that porcupine stunk skank. Uh, the, uh, or is it the even worse armadillo skunk stank? Armadillo. <laughs> the much worse armadillo skunk stank. Oh, the armadillo skunk stank don't get off your body for at least three or four months. Oh. How about scrubbing the leopard Vegetas out of you? Uh, if you soak yourself up in some tomato juice for about two days straight, that'll cut about half of that time out. Huh. How? How about some baking soda? Maybe some uh, detergent? Uh, some vinegar? Yeah, that too. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, about the same. Yep, about the same. I just say tomato juice because uh, we can grow a lot of tomatoes out here. <laughs> oh. Tomatoes, eh? That's pretty much all we eat. Tomatoes and uh, an occasional... Well, <laughs> surprisingly enough, armadillo's gone. Where would somebody go to, procure, to acquire a large amount of tomatoes? Oh, you can go to one of our local restaurants. I can't promise that they'll sell uh, a barrel full of uh, tomato for you, but... Mm, we'll give it a shot. Okay. I will attempt a shot eventually, at some point in my life. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get these clothes. I'm I'm going back to the carriage. I thank him again. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Yeah, of course. It's always a pleasure. Anytime you're ever in town, feel free to stop by. Thank you. Of course. Uh, as soon as we get back to the carriage, I'm looking for Taro and like, here's your new clothes. Yeah, and you see Mao is like shooing away. Uh, like ferrets, uh, ferret mice or whatever. <clears throat> and he finally looks to you guys and says, Dear Lord, these things are never ending in this town. Did you catch any? 
Of course not. They kept trying to steal what little food we had left. Well, there goes our food, Mal. <laughs> These things are definitely not going to feed us. Maybe one of us for one day if we salvage it correctly. You got two hands. You are I, I, I will be sure to expend as much uh, strength as I can. This is fair. Just be careful. You don't want to pop your sphincter. And least we got. Uh, I just uh, put in a couple of barrels. At least we yeah. got a couple of barrels of water. And yeah. And that's a river up north. Uh, Taro, you finally made it back after having washed yourself, I suppose. Taro, I got good news. I got bad news. Good news is there is a way to get rid of your stench. At least cut the time in half. And the bad news. How you feel like soaking yourself um, for two days straight in tomato juice? That sounds disgusting. Yeah. They say it takes the edge off half the time. Uh, it's for the, it's still it's tomato juice. Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. And if you want to change, and I hand her um, the cowboy outfit. Oh yes, give me that. Yeehaw, did you get me a hat? Did I get her? Ah. No hat, just a jacket, jeans, holsters, and boots. I'm going back to get the hat. And getting Tara a nice new hat. Aw, yeehaw. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you. And then Mal just kind of looks around and says, How long do we plan on staying in this town? We got the water. We got some We got some rations. Including, we still got the saber tooth. Moose lion uh, rations. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we need from this town? Moose. Um. Right? That's this town, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. We need to find whatever that is. Yeah, why point out this town specifically? Is it just for the general store? Well, the, this village isn't called Mulu. Oh. It's in the Zuda village. So is Mulu a person? Hmm. Could be a contact that we could uh, need. I walk inside the general store. Hello, welcome to. Oh, hey, it's you again. Uh, hi. Hi, um, you looking for more jerky? I am actually asking if you are aware of an individual within this town by the name of Mulu. Mulu? Oh, I see. Or if it means anything to you. Hey, Mulu, do you know anybody named Mulu? And, Wait, why? And, and the woman just like peeks over uh, and goes, um, well, besides me, no, not really. Uh, oh, I'm sorry to say that, friend, but uh, I don't know anybody else named Mulu besides, uh, besides my daughter here. Um, I opened the door and I like, guys, come here. All right. I'm too stinky. I don't think I should go in. Taro, come here. No. Yeah, you even see the rat ferrets have just avoided the carriage since uh, Taro's come up. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then stay there. I know that sounds really insulting. Jesus. I should it's have, uh... fine. Taro, Mal was just saying how much he wishes he had a hug, and then I close the door. Wow. Uh, inside, we've got Jaeger and Kevin. And uh, the man just goes, yeah, uh, This is it. Just uh, the only person I know in this town named Mulu is, uh, is my daughter over there. Uh, Mulu, do you know a Hasha? You see, she freezes as she's putting up some stuff on the shelves and looks at you 
And with a fake smile, she says, "No, I've never heard of that name before. Why? How? How? How do you? How? How do you know that name? How? How high do I have to roll to call her out on her bullshit? <laughs> uh, roll and see. I can just take her. I got a natural twenty. <laughs> uh, you know all too well she's only uh, faking it to keep a facade of anybody else in here with you guys at the time. Uh." Hiding her father. We we mean you no harm. We're on a we're on a mission. Right, we're, right. Well, you know you want to be careful about how loud you speak if that's the case. Um, do you want to? Uh, do you have time to? Uh, uh, here, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me show you. Uh, let me show you the um, the area that we sell our most prestigious uh, liquors. How about that? Oh yes, yes, yes. That'll do great, actually. Yes. <clears throat> yep, 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 yep. yep, 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 yep. Uh, and as you guys it. go walking into the back, uh, she just keeps saying yep and nodding. Her yep. father is, like, not even paying any mind. He's just, like, <laughs> twiddling with, like, the avatar equivalent of a Rubik's Cube. And they finally, you guys finally make it into the back, and she shuts the door and goes, yep, this is our most prestige. Well, how do you know that name? Hey, watch your language. It's a kid's show. <laughs> right. How the hell do you know that name? We, I... Found it on a secret map. Excuse uh, me? Ahasha, uh, Ahasha, so we, um, just, some, just be honest with some, me. Things will work I, a lot easier for you, I can promise. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So we, uh, we, we saved Hasha and, and her kid on a train from oh. a giant serpent. It tried to eat me. It was gross. They took me back to their house. Morrow is kind of a not nice person, but luckily we had somebody else in our group who also is probably not a nice person, and his not niceness got him killed. And so now we have to do this job for Morrow. And but before we left, Hasha gave me this map, and she said like, "Read it with the flames." And so I put like my thumb, and I like reenact it. I put my thumb out, and I put like fire above it, and I'm, like, and I read it, and and you're and it says Mulu with a circle, and I'm like, "Oh, what is that?" And so while we're traveling, we came to this town, and we were like on the U, and I said, "Hey, I think we need to find him. I think Mulu might be a person." So I come inside, and I ask him, and I said, "Hey, do you know a Mulu?" And he's like, "Yeah, I uh, no, we don't know a Mulu." And then he said, hey, Mulu, do you know there's a Mulu around here? And you're like, no, I think I'm the only one. And then, and then I yes. asked you, and you said, why do you want I think I was there for that And part. I said, do you yep, know Hasha? I, I was and then you're like, yes, 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 yes. I was definitely there for that part. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um, well, holy so crap. I'm confused. Like, why, why, why is your name on this map? Why, so, why does Hasha try to tell us? Oh, my God. You're White Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're White Lotus. What the hell are you doing here? Uh, like, I just explained. No, no like, I know that part, but like, possible. oh my god. Like, uh, no, you shouldn't be here. That's, oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, and How bad? Using, um, show me the map again. Uh, okay. Uh, I, pull out, I pull out the map and like, like, give it to her. And I'm assuming when she opens it up, I put the flame behind it so she can read it. Okay. Uh, when the markings start to appear and she starts to see both of the symbols uh, on the top right and bottom right, and uh, she just goes, oh my god, this is the real deal. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, Wait, there's a Jesus? Holy spirits. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, wrong setting. My bad. Okay. Uh... Oh, holy crap! Yeah. Um, hi. 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 Lou. 
I'm Jaeger. Nice to meet. Nice to meet you, Jaeger. Uh, wow, this is really exciting. I'm Kenneth Ethbra. I, I I didn't I didn't think I would meet uh, my Lotus <laughs> this recent this soon. Wow. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So, what's the skinny? Come back here. Meet me behind the building after dark. You think you can do? There's that? there there might be an issue with that. Okay. What is that? We. We believe we are uh, being watched from afar. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Is it the Yamamoto's? Yes. Okay. Um, I think I have an idea, but it's it's, it's about to get gross. It's about to get gross outside of your outside of your front there. Okay. What is it? Um, I'm going to go uh, make my master uh, vomit real quick, and then we'll use that as an excuse to book a place for the night, so that we can get him some rest. Okay. Then I will come here at night, under the cover of darkness. Okay. Uh, how's that going to stop the Yamamoto's from watching you? Well, it's not going to stop them from watching us, but it's going to give us a reason to why we're staying in this town for a night. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. 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 Yes. Um, uh, and she and she reaches into her pocket and pulls out, like, 20, uh, any, like, New Earth Kingdom coin and, sat, and hands it over to you and says, okay, I will spot you. For one night at the inn. Here you go. Listen, and, listen, um, listen. That that that's not necessary. Uh, this person here, um, they pretty much own Disneyland, and we won a tournament, so we're 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 good with that. Well, you well, you're already a great help. She looks have... questioning, questioningly, uh, <laughs> questioning, questioningly <laughs> at Kevin. What? Disneyland? What is this? What is that? Wrong setting. Wrong, Wrong setting. setting. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Okay. But yeah, please. There's there's no need. You're already helping us enough already. We, we okay, got fine. it. Okay, go to the inn. It's called the Stay Inn Hotel. There it is. And meet me here in the afternoon. Okay. Night, Do you have... Is, when the sun is up. and Or the sun is down and the moon is up. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's how astrology works, yes. What is the absolute worst liquor in here? Like, it tastes so bad, you wouldn't wish it upon your worst enemy. The absolute worst? Yeah, the absolute worst. I want literally liquid garbage. I mean, obviously, virgin bossing say blast. How bad is it? It's so bad it shouldn't exist. Okay, uh, I'll take a bottle of that. I'm just thinking, didn't Mal like to drink those? So, so I, what, does he like, does he like it? I think he does. Virgin bossing say blast? Well, he was a college student. You know, if college he student likes virgin bossing say blast, you should just leave him. Listen, <laughs> I, I have a... I have a plan, right? But I gotta find. So if you have like any like stink sticks, otherwise I'm gonna have to go really personal, and the editor might have to get it out, cut it out. Um, if he has this puking thanks to Taro spray, that thing it drives away the ferret rats. Uh Listen, Virgin Bossing Say Blast is so bad. We've had the same stock for over three years. Let's get some of that. I'll take. I'll take one of those anyway. And uh, two questions. Okay, two answers. Um, Maybe um, if I have the answers, go ahead. Um, yep. Yep. Should we keep? Should uh -huh. we keep our uh, white lotus yeah. thing on the down low, like not um, tell anyone? Um, well, uh, you guys are kind of close to the Ruha border, somewhat, maybe a little bit. You know, after like a day's traveling, you got to cross the river. Uh, so, like over here, it's not really too bad of an uh, too bad of an issue. I would say once you pass the Soshin borders. Uh, Hide it. Yeah, 100%. Don't even say anything about the white lotus. Don't say anything about any lotus. They don't like any lotuses whatsoever. They don't... You know what? If you like any flower, just pretend like they don't exist. No flowers whatsoever when you reach the oceans. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, That's so Soshin's up here. Nope. Hey, no, no both flowers. sides. Gotcha. Okay. Well, the Soshin, the Soshin, you're you're kind of like another day and a half's travel to the Soshin border. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Okay. What is a decent uh, liquor for for me? Just for fun. A decent liquor? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you can never go wrong with some cabbage whiskey. Uh. Okay. I'll, I'll take and one of those. And Chameleon Bay rum. I mean, oh, that's always good. I'll take a Chameleon Bay rum. That sounds actually pretty good. Awesome. Well, my dad is going to have to ring you up. Uh, I am underage, so... That's that's fine. All right. Go, 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 go. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, gra- I grab I grab, uh, the boozes, and I put them on the counter. Why are you buying this? And he lifts the virgin Boston State Blast. We actually know somebody who loves to strike. That's yeah. We should like leave him in a ditch. <laughs> I question already his so life bad. choices. This this drink is terrible. <laughs> like the the real version is the version you want to get. You don't want the virgin bossy Right. And he rings you guys up uh, between the two drinks. He's like, okay, fourteen coin. I hand him the coin. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Business with you guys, and uh, I hope your friend. It's buried somewhere far, far away from here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so during this time, like as we're about to leave, uh, I open the bottle of the bad stuff and I put my finger in it. I'm going to uh, chill it a constitution oh. save. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, they haven't, this thing had not been open for three years. This thing is probably totally. I got a 17. You. Feel like if you weren't prepared for how bad it would be, you would have just passed out. Just like uh, uh, the man did. The man just passed out behind the counter when you opened the bottle. You rolled three. Kevin, you roll me a constitution save. Do I need to roll one too? You do. Moscow just passed out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this can serve some excellent purposes out in the field. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> Plus six. You feel the. You feel like if you weren't ready for how bad that would have been, you would have passed out. You uh, both get that that tint where like your your vision goes tunnel vision for a moment. When as soon as you open the bottle, yeah, you're. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay, Pardon. so it is drenched on my finger. Right, we walk outside. By the moon and open spirit, that sucker's the worst! <laughs> uh, Kevin, you look out the window, and, or you look through the window, and you see Mulu is just shaking her head like, I can't believe they opened that pot. <laughs> Taro, you smell the clear scent of the most tainted object in the entire Avatar world, a virgin bossing save last. Roll my eyes. And say, Get the pickle away from me. And, yeah, and, and Mal smells it too and goes, oh, "Pickle is that?" And I signal to Mal like I gotta, like I gotta tell whisper to him like something important. Yeah. And so. And he just I, gives a thousand yard stare. And Taro, you know what that smell is too. And he looks at you and goes, "We need to leave." <laughs> We need to bury Jaeger in a ditch. 
<laughs> he looks you over and sees you, Jaeger, as you're walking up, your finger drenched in virgin bossing say what? He's like, no, 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 no. Taro, Taro, do what you must. Do everything that you can. No, 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 no. And he gets out of the carriage and is just causing a big scene outside. As he goes, Jaeger, Jaeger, you are not aware no, of how listen. potent the dangerous no. chemical weapon that you have in your hand. Put it down, sir, right Mal. now. Mal, right. listen. <laughs> It's for the good of the nation. I'm gonna grab him by the shoulders. No, Taro, I have a plan. I have a plan. I'm grabbing Mal oh by the God, shoulders. Okay, okay, thank Taro. you. Why not? No! Um, no, I this go, is- no. to Mal, and I put my finger in his nose. He immediately vomits all over you. Uh, I back away. Oh, man, you're not feeling too good. I'm gonna go back up, back to that store. And look at, at Mulu. Uh, Mulu is just like, hand is covering her eyes, looking away. Uh, but it's like a train wreck happening, and like she can't keep her eyes away, so she just keeps glancing back. How much? How much you sell that in a case? She just goes. You can probably take the whole thing. I'll take the whole thing. See, that stuff. There's the- nothing more demonic in this universe than Virgin Bossing Sableyes. <laughs> I'm going to take the whole thing. And uh, Mal just looks at you. You've never seen a more pitiful look out of this man's eyes as he looks at you and just goes, Why, Jaeger? Why? I'll, I'll explain at the end, buddy. And I tap him, like, you know, like give him a good friendly pat with the stag finger. So we're going to be okay. I just. I pick up a room model him like a baby. Miss Mendoza. Miss <laughs> Mendoza. Remember the good old days. I have a whole case of. I got. I got a whole case of it now. Let's get a room at the inn. Yeah. I'll find a use this for torture later. I I whisper to Mal. I, I say, hey, so we need to spend a night in this town, but I need to justify it, and I'm sorry, but you drew this short straw. I didn't draw any straws, Jaeger. Well, you weren't there to pull it, buddy, so you got the shortest one by default. I was... what? <laughs> and he looks at Tara. He wasn't... She already got blasted by a skunk. Yeah, smell me. But listen, I need you to put on an act so that you're actually getting sick. Okay. Well, I need you to. Yes, exactly. We are possibly being watched. Yeah, uh, you say that, and all of you look around. (laughs) Like the entire town is watching what's happening outside right now. I can't believe no one one does good liquor. I get a whole case of a virgin Baja. Uh, bossing uh-huh. say blast right here. Who would enjoy me? Four, at least four people on the street pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I just Kevin. rolled a d20 and four people, I rolled a four, so. Kevin put it away for a rainy day. <laughs> I'll, put it, I'll put it in the carriage. <laughs> I also put the bottle that I have into my sack because this stuff is gonna be useful. I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, so some time passes. <laughs> I think we can just skip ahead to you guys going into the end, unless you want to roleplay that. Let's get some food. I want to roleplay, like, I don't know. I feel like... Okay, you guys go to the local Denny's. 
Um, Steven. The Stevens. <laughs> Stevens. That's it. So you guys go to the local Stevens. Uh, order yourselves some good drinks. Uh, some good food. Some good eats. Um, whoever do wants smell, to. Do they smell the version of Baja Blast on Jaeger? Oh, like they straight up didn't allow him inside. <laughs> they allowed Taro in before they let Jaeger in. We can get a table outside. Hang on. Uh, Taro comes in, they give a little bit of a stank face, but like the second Jaeger comes in, they look at Kevin and say, if he makes another step inside, we are kicking all of you out. Wow. You know, I don't even care. <laughs> this is not the worst I have been treated in an establishment. That's true. Actually. <laughs> that is true, actually. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, you guys eat outside. Uh, the bravest, probably wins employee of the month just for doing it. Uh, waiter comes out to wait you guys outside. You guys get food. This is a restaurant, and this is a, a town that's trying to pinch as many pennies out of people as they can, so it'd be like 40 or 50 bucks for all of you to eat. Uh, but, you know, whoever pays that does so. You guys go to the inn, that's about 20 uh, New Earth Kingdom. So, a 60 or $70 night. Whoever pays that. I'll do it. Alright. And then uh, nightfall comes. Alright. So I get my dark clothes and I put up my hood. And homie initiates the sneak. Uh, roll me a stealth check. I am going to use Blast. Um, Blast on him. A dirty 20. Uh, who's coming with Jaeger? I feel like I'm too sticky to come. I'm going. Does he still get that bottle? What happened to the liquid in the bottle? Oh, he just stuck his finger in, there. in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it's just the odor of it is still on you. <laughs> I guess. I don't know how long the scent lingers. Uh, you scrubbed it off like your skin would have come off. Okay. So you should be clear. I'm okay. going to purify um, that drink. Like, take the water, whatever water left out of it. From my liquid? Or crossing the blast? From the version bossing say blast. Kevin, that is terrible. Don't do that. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do that on mine. <laughs> I have plans. Oh, I got plans. <laughs> and Taro's too. just like, don't do that. <laughs> oh, I got plans <clears throat> with this as well. This is a weapon now. Yeah, yeah that's what so I'm saying. It. It's chemical warfare, Kevin. <laughs> save it. All right. I'll, so I'll all jokes aside. Mm-hmm. All jokes aside. Kevin, Jaeger, going to meet Lulu. Yes. Taro, Mao, staying together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Jaeger. Yes. What was your stealth check? A dirty 20. Beautiful. No one sees you. I need a roll one too, correct? Uh, yeah. Stealth. That's going to be a 13 plus 3. So that's going to be a 16. You guys make your way to uh, where Mulu was. Or said to be. Is she there? Is... Uh, you guys sit there for a, a beat, maybe like five minutes. You begin to question if she'd even show up. And finally, um, almost as though from the shadows, uh, someone goes, Psst! Hey! Oh, who's that? Hey, you! Who's around me? Hey! I didn't oh, look and you see someone that's like in a cloak, hidden in the shadows. You have no idea how long they were standing there, uh, but they finally like emerge. They go, Psst! I, I look over. And they're like, you, you're, you guys are like standing three feet from each other. She's like in your face and goes, Psst. 
Oh, wow, you're good. Hey. I'm looking down. Hey. Who is that? It's me. Who Who's hey. talking? It's it's me. Who is me? It's Moon. Watch this. And she takes her uh, hood off and reveals her face and goes, Psst. Hey. I pull my hood back and I go, hey. Hey, you're pretty good at sneaking. Yeah, it's what I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. She goes, that's well, nice to meet you. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to meet you again. Thank you to- for... I mean, you mean again for the first time, and then the only time that we've ever met, because, you know, anybody could be watching, and this is the first time we've ever seen each other. Uh, yes, we just so happen to be going on a, going on, on a stealth on walk. Similar paths. Uh, as one does. Similar paths to the back behind uh, the local grocery store. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep, this happens all the time. Just looking for throwing away rations, you know? Yep, it's, yep, uh, yep, 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 yep. Different yep, setting? Yep, yep. Yeah. Hi, Kevin. I mean, uh, Stranger. A Stranger? Um, while this conversation is going on, I'm just uh, looking around to see who's, who's watching us. You feel like something is, like, over your shoulder this entire time. And, and uh, Mulu just says, So, uh, you guys ready to go? Somebody's uh, watching us. Huh? I can feel somebody, I can feel a presence. You don't feel it? Oh. Somebody is watching us. I can feel it. Hmm. And she looks around. There's a mosquito hawk. Is that what you mean? I'm just looking around. Like, I know I'm being... I feel like I'm, I know I'm being watched. You may be a little paranoid, but considering we've been having people tra- uh, trailing us, somewhere out there... I mean, you guys are a good sneak, right? I know I did. Yeah, good sneak. Good sneak means no problem. Yeah. And I was well, good sneak. Kevin, you didn't even see me behind this wall. Kevin, we're here. It's now. Let's do it. Alright. I'm still watching our backs. Okay. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, listen, guys. Um, so, there's some hidden tunnels under town. Um, used to be, well, mm, uh, alright. So, it's just better to show you guys. You ready? You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cool. Uh, watch your back. Uh, and she uses some airbending to burst open, uh, unnecessarily burst open what looks like some basement doors to uh, the general store. Oh. And she just starts walking in. Uh, you guys stand there for a moment. She pops her head up and goes, well, come on. Uh, Let's go. Let's go I there. follow. And uh, she uh, closes the doors as you guys walk in. And uh, you guys start stepping down some stairs into what looks like a basement. Looks like it would be just like a, a common storage room for an old-fashioned, uh, like, Wild West basement. And she goes, okay, so uh, there's a secret entrance over here that will lead to the tunnel system. And she just starts, like, randomly padding against the wall until finally... Oh. She she hits something in the wall and you hear like a stone slide in and then a door opens. And she goes, ah, there it is. Okay, okay. You guys ready? Ready. Any of you firebenders? Because uh, I can only do the wind thing. I do the thumb thing that she definitely saw earlier because she's being me. Yes. I no, like I... it. I like it. And she reaches for a woogity. A, a what? Oh, yeah. I guess that's an airbender thing. Never mind. Okay, let's go. Okay. And I, you guys start heading into a tunnel. I turn on the RGB gamer flame. Cut to Taro and Mao. And, uh... uh did we ever establish if you guys went to separate rooms or are sharing a room? 
Or the, maybe two rooms. Two rooms is fine. Okay. Uh, well, she, uh, he goes knocking on the door that you are in, or the room that you are in. Knock, knock. Uh, knock, knock, Miss Mendoza. Yes? Do you mind if I come in? Sure. Uh, and he opens and politely shuts the door, uh, still in his uh, firebender robes. Oh, you stink robes. so bad. Uh, I tried my best to clean it up, but that virgin bot, Sensei Blast, just sticks Disgusting. on literally everything. Uh, I think my soul itself is going to be corrupt for some time. Probably. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, in comparison, you smell like you've done much better with that armadillo skunk uh, musk. I'm... yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have this than that. So... Absolutely. But I wanted to ask, um, we discussed it a little bit while we were in uh, Shao Kai, and we just haven't had the time to really discuss it further. Uh, I wanted to know more about what's going on with the spirit, Miss Mendoza. Oh, yeah, I mean, what do you want to know? My spirit's broken. Oh, I want to know about it. And uh, he sits down at, there's like a small desk or something, and he pulls out a journal, uh, pulls out a pen, and goes, Alright, uh, when... And how did this start? Well, I first noticed it after I fought some chi blockers. Shortly after that. Um, had a lot of weird flashbacks and not flashbacks. And I talked to a spirit in the spirit world. Mm -hmm. Um, what spirit? The um, Valhalla. You got it. Oh, Valhalla. No. Uh, no, what was it? Uh, Val. Yes, Val. That's one. Okay. Yeah, we're pals. Um, he... Have you met him prior to this? Yes. Did I? Yeah, I did. I've never met the spirits before, so I don't... Oh, he's fun. <laughs> he's mm -hmm. fun. Okay. Yeah. Um... Exclamation point and put two underlines under that one. It's very important. There you go. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, I've, I've seen Go in the spirit world. Yes, I remember you mentioning something about that when we were at your family's place. Yep, the, uh, the last time I saw her was in one of my weird spirit dreams. Um, and she met me there, and then there were some, um, I don't remember what they were called, wasp things. And she got shot by a gun, and then I disappeared into the real world. A gun. Sounded like it. That is most unfortunate. Mm, yeah. <sighs> Did you let the White Lotus know? About what? Oh, go. About go? Did I? I think we tried to call. Did we? We tried to call Tor. Oh yeah, we tried to call the the school and then did we leave a message? I don't remember. It's been like so long. It sounds as though there's been so many events that it's clouded the mind. Yeah. Yes. That or the effects are taking on a much faster pace than expected. Maybe. 
And I can see colors. Oh, wait, sorry. Backtrack. Yes, please. Um, you know the, the thing that Torque does? The little... The seismic sense that we're Earth. Of okay. course, yes. Um, I could see colors when I do it. People's spirits, I can see that. You can see people's spirits when you do seismic yes. sense. Everyone's different colors. Hmm. Alright, according to my dictionary, that is spirit sense. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, uh, benders are gold. Yep. Spirits are blue. Mm hmm. Non benders are gray. Mm hmm. All that tracks. Yeah. Has it been any strange events outside of just this vision? Um. Hmm. I mean, I have prophetic. Not prophetic dreams. Those, the weird spirit dreams occasionally. Uh. Please do explain. I'm not sure what you mean. Um. I mean, it's like the, the Valhalla root thing. I. When I dream, I sometimes go to the spirit world and right. I have conversations with Val mostly. With Val. Well, it sounds if it sounds as though if the White Lotus wants any more um, any more answers, or frankly, I want any more answers, I have to get in touch with Val. That's right. You know your spirit is leaking. What do you mean? I saw yours, your spirit. It's seeping away from you a little bit. And you see, uh, he starts to look visibly shaken, and he goes, uh, Please, Miss Mendoza, do explain. I mean, it's just like ribbons of gold coming off of you. Usually with benders, they don't have wisps going around them. They're pretty solid colors. But you have little ribbons trailing from you. I do too. Remember when you left me? When? Which time? That makes me, that makes me feel better. Um, <laughs> at the town of Way, just before yes. your mm, bit at redemption, back when I was a butthead. Yes. As Jaeger would say. Mm-hmm. With the old I woman. Woman, yes. I've contracted what she has. Lovely. And if my theory is correct, and you can see this, and he kind of like gestures to himself <laughs> a little bit, mm -hmm. you may be able to detect who has that sickness. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. And with it, it's severity. It, there's no real way we can look at, we can prove that currently, unless we find others that have the same problem. Yep. Miss Mendoza, what did you think of your upbringing in the United Provinces school? What do you mean? I guess I'll just come out and ask. What did you think of Tork's teachings? Oh, I love Tork. He's so great. He's everything I wish my father was. It's hard to tell if that's sarcasm or not, I'm going to be honest. That's he... not me trying to be rude, it's just that... No, it's okay. He took me in when I didn't know what I was doing. 
And for that, I'm forever grateful. And I hate being mushy-gushy, so I will stop there. Well, if that's the case, I will only say this before dropping it. The biggest reason your team is in such high standings is because he risked his job so that you guys looked good. I know. I've read the reports. All of the most negative comments about the whole Republic City situation, as well as your run-in at Balon with Mr. Dini. Dini. I've never seen such high regards between the teachers, all of them, and students as I have with your group. Yeah, well, what can I say? We get her done. You do. But in this event, I can't help but question. And it was good points to bring up. I forget who said it. Why the headquarters forced us in the position that we are in now, rather than picking us up. It worries me. Your guess is as good as mine. I think something... Something feels off. Yeah. They have the capabilities of coming and getting us and escorting us through. And they didn't. Kevin and Jaeger. So uh, you and Mulu are uh, walking side by side, Jaeger, since you have the torch, or the, the thumb. As she's just kind of like running her hands along the stone uh, and just walking next to you guys and says, So how long have you been in the White Lotus? At least a day, I think. A whole day? Wow. <laughs> and you, Mr. Rich Boy, back there? We've been part of the White Lotus. Oh, I said at least four or five months, give or take. Wow, you guys have really been new. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so another question. Um, uh, don't think anything of it, just kind of curious. Do you know what that symbol was on the map? No, no, I do, I do not. Okay, I have never just seen wanted it to before. know. Yeah. Just thought I'd ask. Yeah, it's, it's fine. We got questions, you know? Sure, yeah, I can answer whatever you need. So. So, how do you uh, know uh, the wife of the... The Yamamoto's. Uh, the Yamamoto's? Um, yeah. Well, you know well, to make the long story short, um, I used to grow up uh, with her. Um, not really sure how much I'm allowed to tell without, you know, her giving me okay on some things. We grew up together. Uh, eventually, she made her way to getting married to uh, the head of Shao Kai, or the half-head, I guess, the, the second in-headness, uh, and I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, grew up family friends. Hmm. Well, not family friends, more like just, you know, friend friends that uh, grew up together. Growing up friends, does that make sense? Yeah, growing up friends. Yeah. Y'all are close friends. Yeah, yeah, close, that's what it is. Yep, close friends. Yep, yep, yep. That's her and me. Me and her. Yep. Uh -huh. hmm. And she just kind of continues to, like, Skip a long hand running across the uh, the wall. These tunnels, were these like smugglers' tunnels or something like that? Well, um, okay, so uh, like a little bit, maybe a little, uh, like um, so 
The story goes that there is a mining facility nearby, and uh, these tunnels were constructed as a means to escape those tunnels should anything happen. Uh, you know, earthbenders can do bendy, bendy, earth, nice, good stuff with earth and rock and whatever. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't mean that they can escape everything. So they built a bunch of tunnels within the mine shafts that uh, led to the town so that they were able to escape freely. Uh, and that's kind of what we're going through. We're kind of <laughs> walking through some history, if you want to call it that. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh-huh, mm -hmm. DM, I want to incite her. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Roll four. She just seems like a pretty uh, rambunctious child, really. She did even mention that she's uh, underage, so she can't sell you alcohol either right uh but she finally you guys finally reach like an end and she just like hits uh part of the wall as an earth slab slides over and you guys come into this big uh mining shaft uh, clearly hasn't been used in forever and there's no other entrance to this shaft besides what she just opened and as you guys walk in you get this echoey uh you guys get this echo as you step foot into uh, this giant shaft. You even see like mine. Uh, uh, you guys even see mining trails leading deeper in underground uh, at a lower slant as it goes down. Uh, as she looks around and says, "Well, this is it, everybody. This is the entrance, or what would have been the entrance to the mining shaft that helped build my town." Any questions? She says as though she is like the, uh, like, uh, the, the tour guide. Where does this shaft lead to? Which direction? Well, it's funny that you ask that. If you go down that way, as she points to where the, uh, trails are going, you may end up across the river. I'm looking, I'm thinking back to the map. She gives a way up. Literally, she gives a way up. That's what Kevin is thinking in his mind. Yep, the only thing that you will need is an earthbender to be able to dig yourself out the other way because that side has been closed up for long before I was born. Well, we got one of those. Perfect. Yeah, you're good. Now, the only issue is getting you guys out from the Yamamotos. Yeah. If they saw you last, they're going to need to see you exit from, so ah, I don't really know about that. And she stops and looks down the tunnel, uh, rushes over and uh, puts her hand on one of the like cracks in the wall and blows some air in as the door shuts. And she turns and looks at you guys and says, <laughs> Sounds like they found you. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh. And that's where we'll end the session. So we got found out, huh? Uh oh. oh right. Oh, joy. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Book 2, Chapter 13, Mulu. If you liked our show and would like to show us some support, feel free to drop by our Discord, We Roll Dice, where we also put every once in a while uh, bloopers from the previous week's chapters, as well as where you can find the Elemancer classes. You can also always give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
and follow us on social medias at DiceBendersDND. Thank you for listening, everybody, and subscribe for more shenanigans.